This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, May 23rd, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. It is not a good day to be Hacka, the city of Annapolis, or Mayor Gavin Buckley, or Hacka Executive Director Beverly Wilborn. About 30 public housing residents have filed a federal lawsuit against the organization and the city, as well as the individuals. As I said, Mayor Buckley, Hacka Executive Director Beverly Wilborn, the city council are all named in the lawsuit, alleging that the city's conspired to suspend inspections of Hacka properties and to allow Wilborn to decrease the quality of the standard of living in the communities. It was filed in U.S. District Court in Baltimore, and they are asking a federal judge to mandate that the city and the housing authority replace their current practices, which they claim are discriminatory, with fair housing practices. The lawsuit claims that the authority, Buckley, Wilborn, all violated the plaintiff's rights under the Fair Housing Act, the Civil Rights Act, the Maryland Consumer Protection Act, as well as several others. One thing that stood out for me in this lawsuit was that HACA was supposed to pay a pilot, which is payment in lieu of taxes fee to the city. They don't pay taxes, they just pay a fee. However, they had not paid that in years. Mayor Buckley had some proposed legislation that forgave that debt and reduced the housing authority's pilot fee to $1 per year. Now, according to Alderman Rob Savage, that failed. However, the city this year is proposing to give HACA a grant for the amount equal to what would have been the pilot fee, presumably to make up for that. In a Capital article by Alex Mann, he spoke with several residents of public housing, and some of the comments they came up with, they said, I'd rather be sent to another state than sit here dying. I want them taught a lesson that they can't do this to people, and people are being left in dilapidated ghettos. In a statement released by the mayor's office, Mayor Buckley said these are serious allegations and we want to understand every single one. Our office of law is working through it, but it will require researching legislation dating to the 1980s, which could take a few days, if not a few weeks. On a separate hacker-related note, we had received some information that we are looking into as well regarding some of their employment practices. So stay tuned. It could be getting very interesting for HACA in the coming months. On Monday at about 7.15 p.m., Anne Arundel County Police are reporting that there was a 18-year-old woman that was jumped along Route 648 near Scott Avenue in Glen Burnie. She was pulled into a grassy area by an unknown male who attempted to remove her clothing but was unsuccessful. The victim was able to flee the area. Police responded, but they were unable to locate anyone. The suspect is described as a black male, approximately 5'10", heavy build, with hairy arms, and last seen wearing gray Nike shoes. If anybody has any information on this, they're encouraged to call the Anne County Police Department's Sex Offense Unit at 410-222-4732. Governor Hogan was all set to sign a bunch of bills today, but that got canceled. In a statement released by his office, spokeswoman Sharice Churchill said, based on the remaining bills, the May 23rd bill signing is no longer necessary. Bills not signed by the governor will automatically become law without his signature. Two of the more controversial bills that are sitting in that pile on his desk are the statewide ban on most foam, food, and drink containers, as well as $3.2 million in money to go to the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra to resolve a labor dispute. Hogan does have until tomorrow to make his final decision on the bills, which could include a signature, no signature, or a veto. And if he does decide to veto any of them, lawmakers are going to have to wait until next January before they can even consider whether they 
want to do an override on that because they have to wait until their next regular session. Sports writer Bill Wagner from the Capitol has a pretty sad article in the paper today about Heroes Lacrosse, which has been around in Anne Arundel County since 1972. It's going away. Chip Bullen, who is the president of Heroes Lacrosse, said the summer league operations no longer viable due to decreased participation. Last year, they only fielded 22 teams in five divisions. There were four teams apiece in youth leagues and six in each of the adult leagues. They've not operated a viable high school division for five years. And with the advent of club lacrosse, every player available is taking that direction because of perceived prestige and exposure. So for the past decade or so, Heroes has primarily been a summer league for youth and adult participants, but club lacrosse has steadily eroded that as well. Wagner says that during the heydays of Heroes lacrosse, they had more than 16 teams and 400 players playing during the summer leagues. And it is sad to see that go. Loss of an institution. All right, it is Thursday, so you want to hang out. We have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes coming up in just a little bit. It is commissioning week for the Naval Academy. Graduation is tomorrow, and it is almost over, so continued patience, please. And if you need some help, check out ionannapolis.net. We had Glenn Miller taking some great pictures of the Blue Angels as well as the Herndon Klein. They're all on ionannapolis.net. You can check that out. We will, of course, be covering graduation tomorrow. Coming up on Saturday on our Legacy Business Series, we are going to be talking with Dave Cyphers from the Cyphers Agency who got his start here in Annapolis and is currently based in Crofton. But I'm having a great time with these. I'm learning all sorts of things about local businesses and local people that I've never met. If you haven't had a chance to check out our series on it. They air at noon every Saturday, and I plan to go for a year or two, to be honest with you, discovering the ins and outs of local businesses. Please do check that out. I would appreciate it. All right, that is about it for today. Please make sure you're checking out ionannapolis.net throughout the day. Give us a click on that first link in the show notes. Find out all the ways you can connect with us, and if you can give us a recommendation or a review or a rating anywhere, please do that. Hang tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just one minute. But first, you know what's coming up. It's a little bit about MacMedics. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. 
Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, May 23rd. Yesterday's mid-70s will be replaced by today's mid to upper 80s, and with that comes a chance of p.m. showers and thunderstorms as the cold front moves through from the northwest, setting the stage for a nice day Friday with highs 80 to 85, but it will be a bit windy with gusts 20 to 25 miles per hour. Then a very nice Saturday on tap with light winds and highs 80 to 85 again with bright sunshine, followed by more sunshine but much warmer temps on Sunday in the 88 to 93 degree range. Then Monday has a chance of p.m. showers and thunderstorms with temps again in the 80s to low 90s to cap off the Memorial Day weekend. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Uh, welcome, Commissioning Week families. I'm Annapolis City Mayor Gavin Buckley, and I'd like to welcome the parents and family and friends of midshipmen who are being commissioned this week. The City of Annapolis is proud to host the U.S. Naval Academy, and we are always pleased to see the progress from plebes to officers. Enjoy our wonderful restaurants and historic district and shops. Make Annapolis your home for the week. We love you guys. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tomorrow at Anne-Marie Sculpture Garden down in Solomons is Anne-Marie After Hours, Ebb and Flow, The Power of Water. Enjoy a casual evening of great art, wine, and beer, light odors, and live music. The exhibit explores the power, meaning, and majesty of water. I've mentioned Anne-Marie Sculpture Garden a few times. If you've never made the trek down to Solomons to check it out, you're definitely missing out. Now through Monday in Baltimore is Balticon 53. This Maryland regional sci-fi convention is the premier nonprofit fan-run sci-fi convention in the Mid-Atlantic region. Founded in 1966, it's a local institution. On Tuesday at Whole Foods in Annapolis is another one of their half-pint kids clubs, this time featuring apple pie in a cup for ages 3 to 5. This weekend at Local by Design in Annapolis is their monthly Annapolis Artisans Market, a group of small creative businesses that open their workshops once a month so that you can meet the artists, see them working, and see what they have to offer. And at Art Farm in Annapolis this week, Wednesdays now through June 5th, there's still a few dates left for their adult intro to improv classes. And also, registrations are open for Art Farm's summer camps for kids, including a street art camp, mini animation camp, fearless girls photography camp, nature-inspired art camp, mixed-media art camp, painting and drawing camp, circus in the classroom, and a 3D sculpture camp. Tuesday at Maryland Hall is the Green Give kickoff party. Join all 10 of the Green Give organizations, as well as friends and neighbors, for food and drink and good cheer to raise funds in this kickoff event. While you're there, check out the Navigation Exhibition, featuring maritime theme works in conjunction with Maryland Boat Week. Learn about Green Give's collaboration projects at Maryland Hall, such as a conservation planting near the South Side entrance, and removal of invasive species, and replanting with natives between Bates Middle School and Maryland Hall. Saturday at the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park in Ellicott City, check out their birding walks at Banneker Park and the Trolley Trail. Look for beautiful songbirds on their journey north. Take a walk in the park and look for year-round avian residents, those recently arrived for their summer nesting, and those 
is just passing through. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library this week, today in Linthicum is a build and play with Legos, and tomorrow at Discovery's Library at the Mall is Talk to a Turtle, Learn About Turtles, Move Like Turtles, and Talk to a Turtle in an interactive story time with special guests from Jug Bay Wetland Sanctuary. This weekend at the Patuxent Labrador Guild, on Saturday is a silversmithing workshop making spinner rings. Students will make a silver ring with flared ends and a spinning decorated middle band. No experience required. And on Sunday is the second part of their basic faceting workshop. This is a continuation of the previous class where students learn how to cut and preform the gem. This class will involve cutting the crown. And this week at Annapolis Makerspace, on Monday is our weekly electronics class. This month we're covering basic electronic components and how everything works together. On Tuesday is our monthly general meeting and open house. We'll talk a little shop business, but then our doors are open and we're just socializing with the public. Feel free to drop by and see what we're doing. And like every week, Wednesday is woodworking night and Thursday is electronics night. And if you have any questions about Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at trevor at makeannapolis.org or just drop me a line and let me know what could be done better. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Meetup to keep up on everything that's going on with us. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.